the better life that God wants you to have is paid with miracles. This is The Place for Miracles. Today we've got a topic, when in life the struggle is real. I don't know about you, but I know I can certainly relate to that. Sometimes in life, sometimes it's just like, how do I even deal with this? There's just so much struggle happening right now. You mean when it's just right in front of you and it won't go anywhere? <laughs> it's just, it's like, just like, wow. Seems like just permanently stuck in front of you and all you can see is the struggle. What do you do? There, yeah, I think I know I can relate to it. I'm sure you can. What do you do when that situation hits you? Well, the first thing I do is pray. And that sounds like a flippant word, you know, but no, it's not flippant at all. I pray and I pray and I pray. What and might I pray. that prayer sound like? Just, a, just well, a, an idea. Um, are you are you whining and crying? Why is no, this happening no, to me? No, because are you I don't think that helps at all. Answers? Okay. Uh, that may be, it may do something emotionally for you, but it doesn't help the situation. I begin to take the authority that Jesus gave me in His name and apply it to the situation. Jesus said that I can speak to mountains of need, and they will be removed. Now, he didn't say it's going to happen instantaneously, but he said if I speak to them and keep speaking to them, they're going to move out of my way. But there's something else that's very important, and you just brought this scripture to my mind, Matthew 17, 20. If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, that is a seed that you will sow, then you can speak to your mountain of need and mm -hmm. command it to remove to yonder place, and it will obey you, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. When I face a need like that, like you're describing, Jordan, one of the first things I do is I sow seed. Mm. Now, I may sow it financially. I may sow into our ministry or into some other ministry. I may uh, do something for someone that's out of the ordinary. I may, I may, uh, I may uh, call someone to pray for them. The Lord may bring someone to my mind. I may call them and pray for them. They're in a death-dealing situation or a life-seeming life, life situation like, like that. that. Um, I find a way to sow some seed. I find a way and then I say, now Lord, I'm sowing seed against this need. Now I'm speaking to this mountain of need that's staring me in the face. I've faced it over and over and over and over again in my life. And I have been victorious over it. Now there are things that I'm facing right now that are seemingly staring me in the face. And I go, uh, you know, I'm up early in the morning praying. I'm walking the floor. I'm praying. I'm oftentimes praying in the spirit, praying in tongues. And God gives me uh, understanding when I do that. But I think the real key is planting my seed against that, against that need. Now, I'll give me mm. an idea. Uh, there was a woman who worked for us many years ago. She was diagnosed with cancer. Worked in our office. Mm. The doctors said there's nothing they could do medically. And they said, you have six months. Well, she went home and she began to, to stand against it in faith. When the Lord spoke to her and said, I want you to find people in the city who have cancer and go and pray for them. She planted a seed of praying for people with cancer. Three or four months later, back at the doctors, they couldn't believe it. Every trace of cancer was gone. Well, that's an example. She had a huge mountain in front of her, cancer, the C word. But she planted seed in others and God brought a healing in her life. Now yeah. that's, that's what I do. That reminds me of the scripture that you guys always constantly remind me of growing up and as an adult. Pray ye one for another that James, you James may be healed. Well, that I, doesn't necessarily only mean physically. I, I used to think what, it, do you, what do you need? I used to think it said pray one for another that they may be healed. Yeah. But James 5, I think it's the 17th, 16th, 17th verse. 
says, pray one for another that you may be healed. Well, it's indicative that you're praying for them for their Obviously. healing, but that healing comes back to you. And that's exactly what that woman did. Yeah. And she, she came back to work for our ministry and worked a number of years after that before she went home to be with the Lord, but not with cancer. Right. And I think that that applies to, to anything. I mean, healing could be in any area, in finances, finances relationships, marriage, emotional, right. It could be business, anything. job. So maybe if you're finding someone who's struggling in the same way, reaching out to them, praying for them, even even if someone's maybe not open to that, ready that you know you want to talk to them about it, pray for them at home. Let's, let's just say, intercede on their behalf. Let's just say somebody right now is watching it and they're in need of a job. Why don't you find someone that you could sow into what they're doing? Maybe you go and help them for a couple of hours. Uh, in their home or, or, or in their yard or, or something as a seed, believing that, that, that as you do a job for them, that God will reward you with the job that you're believing for. I thought of this earlier and I didn't ask you before, so. Uh, 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 okay. <laughs> Watch it now, we're on I YouTube. I like to see if, I can, if I can get you get on the spot. But I don't know about, <laughs> I don't know about you and we'll see at the end Your of it. Your children can put you on the spot, <laughs> believe me. Mm -hmm. Comes back to you. <laughs> but, uh, when, They're getting even. <laughs> when, a little bit. When I, when I know when I'm struggling with something, I like to listen to certain podcasts on repeat. I like to listen to, you know, certain uplifting teachings. I have a couple go-to you know, uplifting worship albums, specific ones that I constantly go to if I really am in need of something. Is there something that you listen to on repeat? Is there something that's specific that you like? This one thing is my jam. Often a prophetic word, often someone's message that has deeply touched my life, I listen mm. to it over and over. Oftentimes I just concentrate on one particular scripture or one particular chapter in the Bible and I just meditate on it and to meditate means to mutter. I say it over and over and over again until it becomes so much a part of me that I don't have to memorize it. It just gets inside me. I do things like that. I do the same kind of thing that you do. Is there something that you, your go-to piece that you go to that you know is always there and ready? A specific place, a specific teaching, something we can we can send them to even. Well, if I had to go to one right now, okay, I'd, go to, let's see it. I'd go to Mark chapter 11. Is this going to be 22? Mm -hmm. mm, no? Am I right? You know exactly where I'm yeah, going. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus said, For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Now don't stop there. Verse 24, therefore I say unto you what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe. Now that's a, that's a mouthful right there. When you pray, believe. Don't pray and then wait a while and then say, well, I wonder, I, I'll check this out. I don't know if this is true or not. Somebody said this or I saw this on the news. No, when you pray, believe. Right in the middle of your praying, believe. Believe that you receive and you shall have them. That's how, that's how your mom and I got into the healing ministry. God had given a prophetic word over me when I was much younger that I would step into the healing ministry. We got a hold of that scripture. We prayed it and we prayed it and we prayed it and we confessed it and we believed it and we prayed it and we believed it and we prayed it and we believed it. We didn't announce it. We didn't say it on television. We didn't tell any of our family members. We just simply prayed it and prayed it and confessed it and confessed it and then it happened. I know mom. I entered the healing ministry. Yeah, mom at night, she always has her earbuds in and she's always 
plug Always. it into baby phone, that ancient phone that she still has that only plays recordings because it can't do anything else because it's really old. She always got baby phone in her pocket and her earbuds, and she's always just on repeat listening. Well, she to has teachings number, and podcasts. She and has things, a number of ministers, both men and women, that she mm -hmm. that she really is blessed by. So she listens to them over and mm -hmm. over and over. And when Kenneth Copeland gave a word of prophecy over me some months ago, well, you were there that night, at Southwest, Southwest Believers, Believers Conference yeah, last summer. She has listened to that. I imagine she's heard it a thousand times. I'm sure she has. She's over close. and over and over. Uh, I did the same thing. I've heard it over and over and over again. You got it recorded for me. You sent it to me. It's on my phone. Plus, I also wrote it down, so I have it in my notes. And I'm constantly referring to it because I'm calling that which has not yet been as though it is. And that's what God did in His Word. He called that which is not as though it is. He said, light be when there was no light. And light was. And He created everything that we can see from what we cannot see. And you and I have that same ability to call that which is not as though it is in our lives. And I think But too, that seed, once yes, again. Yes, it is. That's true. That's true. Seed so is like so important. He said, if you have faith as a seed, that is a seed that you will sow. And if you will sow it, then you can speak to that mountain of difficulty, command it to remove. And it will obey. Now, it may not move out of the way within the first two minutes. It may not. It may that not. That would be remove. nice, wouldn't it? Well, sometimes <laughs> it does. In the first two minutes, that would really. I tell me people all the time when I pray for the sick. Sometimes I see instantaneous miracles. I see healings instantaneously. Sometimes it comes over a period of time. I was just in Atlanta, uh, preaching recently, and I prayed for a woman who'd had back pain for 13 years. Mm -hmm. God gave me a specific word of knowledge. I said, there's a, a person here who's had back pain for 13 years. It's going to completely be gone tonight. There was an instantaneous miracle. She got up and testified. It had been 13 years. She'd been married for 14 years. In the first year of their marriage, she injured her back. And now that night, completely healed, confirmed it the next morning. Well, that's an instantaneous miracle. But most of the miracles that I've seen in my life have come over a period of time. Even when Jesus cursed the fig tree, it looked like nothing was happening on the outside in Mark 11, just before this passage. But the next day, Peter said, look, the tree you cursed yesterday has withered up from the roots. Give healing a chance. When you pray and when you believe, just keep saying, I receive it, I receive it, I receive it in Jesus' name. It reminds me of scripture, do not get weary in well-doing. Galatians, Galatians 6. weary would come only if things weren't happening instantaneously. If they were happening up. instantly, then it, I wouldn't be worried. It means don't give up. It means don't give up in the time that sometimes the struggle is real. And, and I know I can relate to that. I think everybody can relate to that. I think doing, taking these steps is the only way to get you out of that, if nothing else, and to not focus on the problem, the problem, the problem, the problem, because it just takes over and you can't see anything else. You can't see the forest for the trees because it's just blocking you. But focusing on these things opens the way for God to do the miraculous things that he will do for your life. I think taking your steps are pretty good. You still haven't given me like that one thing I was hoping for, like what is the holy grail of what's your go-to when you're listening to something on repeat. I don't know the answer to this. That's why I'm curious. I want to know what it is. Maybe next time. Oh, fine. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll get it out of you eventually. I'm going to get it out of you because I want to know what it is. I'm curious. Okay. I've piqued my own curiosity okay. now. Fine. One day I'll get it out of him. We'll pass it along when I finally do. But we hope this has been helpful and blesses you. And if this is something that you know someone who struggles or is struggling right now with something, anything, send this to them and hopefully this will bless sure. their life mm -hmm. and, and, and be something that we can pass around and help people who are struggling with things receive what God has for them.
Thank you so much for tuning in today. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Thanks. If you are blessed by this podcast, tell someone about the Place for Miracles and spread the healing, saving good news of Jesus with others. Remember, anytime you need prayer, we want to pray with you. Go to oralroberts.com or call the prayer group at 918-495-7777. We believe God wants you healed and whole in all areas of your life.